I'm gonna keep this short, forgive the sound quality. I am currently having some CPU issues. Today on Prag Magic, I am so pleased and thrilled to announce the unearthed, uh, previously thought lost, live conversation recorded last February with Sacred Lattice founder and black math magician, Cicely Rogers. It couldn't have come at a better time, and truly, like it was dispatched from the hands of God, it was laid right here for me to release. So without further ado, here is my wonderful conversation with Cicely Rogers. Checks. Yeah? I want to check. Uh, we're going to do this for... Like rice checks, corn checks. Good? Oh, the whole time. Good. I heard I heard yeah. it shuts off after tw- about 12 minutes, 15 tops. So, I don't know. Well, welcome, everybody. Hi. On this snowy fucking day in yeah. Portland. It was I'm very here pretty. with Cicely Rogers. Hey, y'all. From Sacred Lettuce. Get it? Uh, it's Sacred Lettuce. I was being a dick. Uh, Cicely, it's... We just met tonight. We did. We've been talking, and uh, I know you through Bran, who's also going to be a guest Bran, tonight. Bran, um, you, I'm reading through this Sacred Lattice uh, website. I wanted to read something to the audience to kind of give them an idea. Okay. Of what that is. Is it our opening page? It is. I think it says a lot. Mm, it makes was me it really crafted? happy. It was it was crafted. This sacred lettuce was. It started with me trying to have a side hustle and turned into something different. Um, four of us came together to put it together, and this story was written by one of the four, but definitely created, synthesized. The the things that that person pulled from came from all of us, so it's definitely it's a joint, yeah, it's a super joint thing. As far as the manifesto goes, and there is another manifesto which I'll touch on later. But uh, to begin, in a time when oil robbed from the ground was valued more than the blood robbed from black and native bodies, in a place where the labor of colonized people was used to desecrate our impossibly beautiful, amazingly complex earth by those who see the world's subjugation as its proper role, in a time when spirits and bodies were connected by the thinnest strands and the order of the day was assimilate or die, a sacred lattice was born, a honeycomb of hope, Sparks of electric light in the dark, a micro-shift, a changing tide of pathways back to the earth. And that's just the beginning of it. But I, I think that's it's beautiful because we're talking about now uh, this organization that you, uh, I, I feel like, are the, uh, the instigator of. It is. I'm not. The, I like to get stuff done more than I like to be known for stuff. So I never talk about it as being my idea but everybody else always does and they're on me to try to be more honest about that so yes it was my brain child if you and this will. is uh and then we together though it couldn't have happened like an idea right. is not such a thing it couldn't have happened without right. these other people it takes a lot of voices and it's amazing to me in this climate whether it be political or otherwise that 
uh, how important it is for finding that minority metaphysical communion. So yes to metaphysical communion and it certainly can feel like a minority thing at times, especially like as somebody who lives in the United States, like obviously just like founded under colonialism and all of its attendant accoutrements of evil. Um, the it can feel like a minority thing, and certainly when we came together, it, it seemed like it, but I think one of the things that becomes clearer and clearer is that in fact it's not minority. Like, the reality is at some point, everybody was indigenous to somewhere. The reason why, you know what I'm saying? I in, do, in, yeah. Indigeneity, you know, and like, sure, it's complicated. And Maybe like, that's a common misnomer that it has to be a POC thing. So, I mean, it, it's, it does. It, it is. I, I would say that, it, in my opinion, at this point, indigeneity is generally um, uh, synonymous with with not whiteness. That's what it comes down to. Sure. Like the advent of whiteness and what whiteness demanded, what it took for people who were from indigenous, from European places to become white yeah. was what colonialism and its attendant evils did. So what happened is that people who became white, mm -hmm. they shed their indigeneity in order to do so. So does that make sense? So there's, there's nothing specific about indigeneity or connection to land or sure. connection to space and place and spirit. Nothing about that requires melanin, <laughs> sure. right? But in, as far as like where we currently are in this particular. I wanted to get, yeah. Yes. Because uh, uh, I think it's avidly important, especially uh, in Portland. Absolutely. And so how hard was that to kind of conjure or cull together a group of people that that had these? Because you, you talk within Sacred Lattice, you you do courses. Why don't we go back and talk about what Just Sacred what it Lattice is a little is. bit. Yeah. So it's called Sacred Lattice Collective School. We envision it as um, a meeting place, uh, a town hall. We want it to be a place where people take classes and learn how to make tinctures and learn about herbs. We want it to be a, a space in a, you know, kind of more like loose sense of possibility. Sure. So um, there are classes that, you know, we have in mind. I, I'm a teacher, so I was very interested in the curriculum. The, the kind of basic curriculum right now looks like what to me was useful as I began to build my magical practices. So that looks like elements, that looks like a connection to spirit, that looks like a class on connection to your intuition, um, you know, potentially, yeah, could yeah. definitely connection with the ancestors, maybe a tarot class, maybe an astrology class, that mm -hmm. sort of thing. But so that's the, the curriculum of that piece. That's kind of the how those classes go. We also offer, uh, we have people who travel come and offer classes, not last weekend, but the, so two weekends ago, I guess, the, the weekend of the fourth, fifth, and sixth, we had two people come in. Um, one, Blanca, did classes about plants and dreams. And someone else named Berenice did a class about limpias, which is a, uh, like, Mexican healing practice I think is probably the easiest way to say it so we have classes that we have offered we have we have people come in to offer classes we made a few zines you know um, mm -hmm. we table we have there's 
uh, we table and offer the, the zines and the sprays. You know, we have a spray that we make called, uh, we call it the keep the fuckery at bay spray. <laughs> you know, like we sell the spray and we sell our herb packets, and, sure. you know. It's, so that's kind of where it's at now. It's also in flux, you know, it's a collective and it's really slow going. I know how it's, you it's feel. Been, and I, I'm not used to that kind of thing. I'm just yeah. like a pretty type A, pretty perfectionistic math teacher person who's used to just like saying something and then making it happen. So it's been, so it's it was not difficult to find each other. It has been, a, it has been a practice in a lot of different ways to work with each other and to how do we make sure that this place does the things that each we each as individuals you know need without making it so narrow that other people can't get their needs met how do yeah. we you know is it more important that it be what i thought it was when i thought it was going to be a side hustle or is it more important that this place be a place for everybody did that, did like, that come initially just from a side hustle did you think i was hoping yeah <laughs> so where did, where did that come from where did you get to a point where you said that like i yeah, i do can't that. bestow this on people monetarily <laughs> basically <laughs> that's a really good question. I, I came to that place because I have stage four, uh, also known as metastatic breast cancer, and have for quite some time. Um, I was a middle school math teacher. I'm no longer able to teach. Um, I'm on social security disability, which is great that I have that. And, you know, a bitch likes high-end face products. So <laughs> I needed a side hustle. And I have a dog, you know, just Word, yeah. I like to eat food sometimes. Uh, my, my, it's funny because, like, my question when I meet other, like, you know, intuitive healers and, you know, teachers in any kind of metaphysical realm, my question is, like, where, where were you when you got to the point where you thought, you know, hey, you know, I could bestow this and yeah. get some money back. And Fucking yours desperate. Yours is the most necessity. Yeah, my shit was desperate. And it was, and it was very difficult. When I first got into magic, I felt very strongly about I did not feel strongly about other people charging or not charging necessarily. I'm not, I try to worry about myself as much. I mean, I'm a judgmental bitch, but not value judgment, not like good or bad, you know? Right, so I try to worry about myself. But for myself, I had always felt very strong. I remember from the beginning saying to myself, I just can't imagine a situation in which I would feel like I needed to charge for magic. I'd yeah. said that phrase over and over and over, and I hadn't imagined it until I needed a side hustle. I, and I, I just did not, I couldn't physically do the things that I used to do. I read that all the time. And it's like, why, why don't we pay our teachers enough? Like, honestly, yeah. you're a teacher in the public school system. Sure. And yeah. like, that's a common thread. Like, uh, why wouldn't, if, if, the, if the knowledge is free, why wouldn't we give something back to the proprietors of it? You know? Totally. And I really lucked out. Like, I'm not... Uh, I wanted a side hustle really for expensive face stuff and like luxuries. Do you know what I mean? I like it. it's yeah. not, I, I'm, I'm not like if I didn't have this hustle, I wouldn't be able to pay my bills. I can, I would be, I would be able to eat. I wouldn't be able to eat as well or as nicely, you know, <laughs> right. but it wouldn't, whatever, like turns out not eating new seasons. It doesn't fucking kill you. Like grocery right. outlets just fine. You know what I'm saying? For I some do. perspective and, and still, it was so bad that I had went from like, I cannot imagine what it would be to what it would be. So that for me, that always puts me in mind of like, what is everyone, what about people who do not have, you know, social right. security, who do not have a wide and deep support system of people who have money? Well, you know what I'm saying? So like that, yeah. there's just, there certainly yes with, the, with, the, with that, but as far as paying teachers enough, but it is, I don't know, it, there's a lot to talk about with, 
um, what it is to charge people it for brings, it brings me back magic. to the, the modern idea of you know a kind of guruless person finding a guru who should be completely devoid of all mm. you know monetary or uh, sure. you know uh, whatever <laughs> like wants pure, and right no desire floats around right. and it's just fine but i feel Eating like it's, air. it's more entwined to understand like yeah just your little little passions about the little sweets sure. of life yeah. you know and like whatever like we're all in capitalism word ain't no way out till you die yeah. so <laughs> Yeah, thanks, communism. <laughs> like, like, yeah, and Obama. Um, you know, so it's, yeah, no, but that is, it. so, it, so it, it started as a side hustle and then it turned into this other thing and there's all these people involved and, you know, the pieces that I was the most passionate about was like entirely the classes piece, but when we started, kind of nobody cared about the first classes that we did. I did an ancestor class that I was, was felt sure that people were going to be stoked on because that's what people had said they were stoked on. Yeah. I... I'm a super nerd, so I and I'm a cautious sort. I don't, I'm not a jump in before I do research. So I was very careful about making sure that I listened to what everybody said they wanted, and then created a curriculum that was exactly that. And then nobody wanted that thing. So then it had, then it became like, for myself, I was like, oh fuck, what am I doing? Like I've ruined this. But luckily, there were other people who were like, it's cool. We'll just try something different. You give me and so much to unpack because, like, my my big question as far as like. Uh, creating a curriculum or a sy syllabus, right? You got to shape it to the consumer because, like you said, we're in a capitalist society. Mm -hmm. So what are the common threads of a consumer that's into metaphysics? Right, totally. Like, what are they looking for? What are they okay and to and do? Totally. And then, too, you think about, like, different... What was... N I think uh, something that made it easier for me to do that piece... Because even though no one has come to the classes, I think that is more, a, I don't think that's a, the other people in the collective assure me that it's not about the classes not being interesting or people not being interested. There are other factors that make it so that people aren't showing up. So we're working on those. But the, right. with extraneous factors. Always. Always. With the, with coming up with what the curriculum was going to be, something that made it possible to feel like I did okay with that was, a piece of it was the fact that our, I, this came from people who, for various reasons, felt either actively cut off or that people or that they had some, an attempt had been made to cut them off from their uh, ancestral uh, ways of knowing, and that also they saw other the, they saw people who profited from the cutting off of us yeah. from our ancestral ways actively profiting from that and also spouting bullshit you know what i'm saying like white people like oh come to this tent we're gonna do a hot house and people f or uh, what's it called a, a sweat lodge and people fucking dying like yeah. that's that's the kind of shit that made us be like what we can do something <laughs> like, famous uh uh quote unquote guru it yeah. was in like the secret and all that shit all that, that just, happened yes like and it killed people and it's and it's that. pretty yeah. common and and if, and if there's all kinds of reasons of course right like things are fucked and it's pretty sick out there and so people are like really open and like wanting something that makes sense that feels real that to, so, to kind of balance the the fucked upness right and so right that, and that like plays when, out. When does it come and like when does it come into play? Like uh, maybe taking 
not taking advantage, that's not the right term, but like when you're thinking of it in capitalist terms, which I have a hard time with when thinking about something that's so deep and philosophical yeah. uh, and metaphysical and so necessary for everybody, uh-huh. like that's what I mean. Like wh- where do you, like when does it come in that like I've found a facet mm. where I can bridge the two got you you know i think for me for me for me and for us it came from the sense that we saw people wanting to connect in this way but not knowing where to start right and i just have a kind of i'm a math person and a linguist i think about things in terms of features and what they do right so that that's really how i, it, I don't get into that you know sure. i don't yeah. i didn't i don't have any interest and and I didn't have any interest in as a school, we don't have any interest in like saying what you should believe or how you should practice or what your what areas of belief you need to have, what pantheons you need to work with, what things you need to be initiated in, what things you need to leave behind, like how uh, how you should connect, how you should conceptualize whatever cosmology that you might decide you want to come up with or connect to. Like I personally I have no interest in that, partly because of what we were talking about earlier. I'm not right. an initiative anything. Um, right. A lot of this came, My, I have a friend who's like, mystic is the word for people who are like you. Like, you just listen deeply and then you do what feels right. And even hearing that makes my stomach yeah. hurt. Like, me oh, too. never call me a mystic <laughs> ever again. And she always teases me. She's like, I just, it's just what you are, but whatever. Like, you know, that's how I came to it. I'm not an initiate. Uh, I don't, I I'm not a hereditary witch. I, you know what I mean? I right. don't, I, it, it just, in my late 20s, I, I got into it. and it I got was moved, a hero's journey. I got totally, and I got moved to do all this stuff. And so between that and the way that my brain works, it made sense to be like, well, here are some threads that I see. Being able to be in your body and to live in your body, and if you can't live in it all the time, to at least connect to it. Because when I started this journey, I lived in, I didn't live in my body, I lived in my head, and my body was something that I dragged around to do stuff with. I feel like that's like the biggest dichotomy between uh, this journey, whichever way you take it, is that you have people that are very ceremonial, mathematical, logical, and you have people that are, you know, shooting from the hip, very, mm-hmm. very uh, heart oriented very mm-hmm. you know the, almost uh, an extreme dichotomy of that mm. and for you what i want to talk about as a math teacher as a logician you know as a uh, what you s- your title is on sacred lattice a mm. black black math, math magician. magician which i think is the baddest <laughs> fucking title it's like the th- i'm the terrible at names it's like the best name i've ever come it's up with coolest. i don't name in everything else i name is like descriptive so for months black sacred late sacred lattice was called poc pdx witch school in everything Word. i did for months because yeah. i have no imagination black math magician like shot my load all at once and that was <laughs> Never again. No, <laughs> but it's it, good, it right? Yeah, I did good. Like, it was worth it. Be spirited, you know, <laughs> Definitely. Uh, but yeah, what I was going to say was uh, you having the foresight as a, as a logician, like coming from a background of very technical, logical thinking, like how did you stumble in onto this and thinking, holy shit, like, you know, math is just one part. Maybe that's just a human part of recognizing patterns and ideas. There's something behind it. Where did that come from? I think the, my father's Muslim and my mother's Baptist and I was raised in the Bible Belt and I was not indoctrinated with religion. Always interested in 
It was around. It was around, yeah. but I, I wasn't, I just was interested in it. But I've always been, I didn't buy it. Like, I, uh, it just wasn't for me. The things that they that was on offer didn't, it didn't, not that, not that I didn't see why anybody wanted it, but for me, uh, I was too much of a feminist. I hated colonialism too much. Right. It just, it didn't really work. Um, and then for, until I was 27, I was basically like agnostic. Only reason I didn't call myself atheist was because I, I mean, the world's so fucking big, who could know? Right. Like I remember I read in Ursula K. Le Guin's The Compass Rose, right? You know, yeah, RIP for sure. There's a, there's a story where people who think that they're scientists turn out, spoilers coming up, turn out that that's not so much, they think that they're scientists on an island, but actually they're the dream of some like, you know, masturbating 17 year old boy uh. is what, or ends up happening in this story and shit like I read a lot of science fiction and fantasy fair it really affected me so I had a sense of like how potentially big things were and I was always concerned with questions of like what it is to know how do we know that we know the how micro, do we know what macro. we know what we know totally yeah. um and definitely always saw patterns um kind of driven by it I'm not I was telling Keith before I'm not especially creative I'm very linear very deeply kind of rigid and nerdy and um so uh, you know I, for most of my life that's I wanted to I wanted to like be caught up in this ecstasy of religion I wanted that and it the just romance never is a romance. yeah I would yeah. see it I remember being like maybe if I was Catholic or maybe if I had been raised Jewish like maybe it's maybe it's, it's just surrender. this kind it's of there's right? something that I I would see it I would see it in church I'm from the south and we're black so we go to church even if I, I didn't have to believe it and well and like I Judaism would, too that's like more communal like more sure, than anything sure you know, and, I, and, and the spirit and I would charade, see it and I could yeah. see that that was real there was no question whether or not that piece was real certainly these people are having an ecstatic experience there's no question about that right. certainly and like all these people are having the same thing happen who the fuck am I to say they're not having it happen but it just it just never touched me it just never touched me and then I came out here and a friend took me to a reclaiming Samhain. It was probably, it must have been 2006. That was the year I moved here. And it's fucking cold outside and I'd never really been this kind of cold. And I'm like walking around, at like I think it's at Peninsula Park and they're trancing Fuck and there's pagans. fires. <laughs> there's trancing and there's fires. And you know, it's like, which is the musical? Everyone's in there like glitter, you know? And like, it's super fun. I love Samhain, my fave. And I, all of a sudden, like, found myself, right, and I had lived in my head, right, I can't say that enough, I had always just lived in my head, I'd always just lived in my head, and all of a sudden, I'm at this ritual, and I'm like, I'm like having some other kind of experience, and I'm like, is this happening? Is this really happening? Because it feels like something is happening, but maybe, and so, right, so I'm going through all that, and is it real, and is it not real, and how could I even gauge in this moment, and when I stop thinking and trying to gauge, like, I certainly feel different. I'm feeling a feeling I've never felt before. I'm 27, I've never felt this feeling and I searched out other feelings to feel, right? And so, you know, uh, all this thing happens. Like I'm in a trance and it's like, oh shit, I'm trancing. And it just was so interesting and so different. And I was so curious. And, and then I ended up like making a vow. I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm that bitch who's always like making a solemn vow and then having to like follow that vow well, through. Well, you're, you're coming to it as, uh, with a scientific mind. Sure. You're like, you know, I'm gonna sure. experiment with this sure. expecting results. And there's you, and no you do results, have to, I'm gonna It's I'm gonna true. And, and, and definitely there's a certain amount of giving yourself over to the right. experiment if you're gonna actually see it through, right? You gotta make sure if you're checking to see how the ball is gonna fall, you gotta drop the ball in the same way every time a hundred 
I know thousand this is, times, right? Like, yeah, I know this is probably a loaded question, but like, how do you correlate? You know, the I, I often think of magic when I when I talk to a layman about it, or not a layman, even just you know, uh, as a, I'm, I'm I'm a healthy skeptic still myself. Sure. Because, you know, as yeah. I know you do, you look for results, and yeah. results work. This is why I do this. Mm-hmm. Uh, but a lot of times I often bring it back down to psychology tactics or psychological machinations mm-hmm. that make it, you know, me talking to my subconscious. Mm-hmm. And, bo- and I would think that someone for, with a logical background would kind of correlate it to some... Like wonder about science. that. Yeah. You know, I... For- I don't know. I don't know if I ever did. Like, it was so. You kept it separate. Separate. I don't know if I kept it separate. I just, for all that I never lived in my body, I've always trusted myself, and I just started to have these different experiences. Things just were different. I was doing the same things that I had. Everything else was the same. The only thing that had changed was this one variable. And this changed variable changed everything else. And the Does that make sense? And the yeah. variable was, I went to this you. ritual, yeah, and all of a sudden, yeah. I, I, I had a feeling that I hadn't had before. Yeah. I had an experience. And does that make sense? Absolutely. So, like, the yeah. fact that, that that was enough for me, I didn't need to. At the time, my ex, lovely man, he was an atheist. He was and is an atheist. We met under this we had these shared values around this thing and then I like first I I like get magic and he was kind of taken aback but like maybe it was going to be okay but very quickly it went from kind of like I, I talk about it in terms of going from spirituality to religion, and when I say that, I just mean that it became central to my life. It's Does like that make sense? It's amorphous to a system. Yeah, and it and it and it just be, it wasn't it was it wasn't it just became central to my life. It became a it became an anchor. It became a, a well. It became a heart that just became this thing that was my life began to be built around. And when that shift happened, it got kind of weird between us because he was like, I just feel like I don't know who you are. Like, I thought we had the same values. Like, I thought the scientific method was what we were here for. And you are having this experience and you can't, I couldn't share it. Like, I was telling him, well, I'm experiencing these things. The whole point of it is to be obliterated. I mean, you know, for some people, and, you know, not, that's where, you know, different people Yes, for me, I hear you, but not for everybody, right? Like, yeah. but it just was like he. It was really. It was difficult. I could not. I'd hit a point where words. I could say words, but it wasn't sufficient. I. I couldn't. I couldn't quantify it. I could not show to another person my evidence that I had experienced my empirical evidence. It couldn't be shared. It wasn't a usable language. Totally, yeah. and it ended up being fine. Like it, we had one pretty bad like yelling. We like you know, arguing people, pretty bad yelling match about it. And then he's like, okay, I'm going to wait it out. And pretty quickly he realized I was so much happier. Like once I got into it, once I like decided, okay, I'm going to like learn, I'm I'm a nerd. So like I got a bunch of books and I read a bunch of books and I set aside a part in the place in the house for an altar. And I like, you know, agonized over whether or not I was being respectful enough or not respectful enough or if I was going to be like messing with powers beyond my ken to my detriment you know what I mean like I did all that but I like was like fuck it I'm just going to keep with it I'm going to trust myself I'm going to try to trust my ancestors because the ancestors had always been that was a piece that that piece wasn't new ancestor reverence ancestor worship ancestor respect that's just what we do 
And when I say we, I mean both black people and people who are not black, who are not white. Like their whiteness, a, a huge piece of whiteness requires the throwing away of ancestors. That, that change that people made when they accepted colonialism and accepted the choice to be white. It's, that, that's a, uh, the word is susto that I learned from Brandon from my oh, friend yeah. uh, Letty. Uh, it's like a, like, a, like a shock, like a soul loss. There's a severing that happens there. Well, for all the, the terrible things that colonialism and its attendant accoutrements of evil have like uh, wrought, like the the breaking us from our ancestors is fucking possible. So yeah. that piece, I I already had that piece and I trusted that piece. So I had that piece. I was having these experiences. I trusted myself about these experiences, even if I couldn't share them. And I was curious. And so does that make sense? So I just kind yeah. of kept following those things to see where are they going to take me and I yeah yeah uh, it brings me back to this part in the manifesto that's on sacred lattice which I love it's uh, one of the bullet points in it is we envision a movement that supports individualism just joking we (laughs) we envision a movement that supports individuals decolonization process of mind body heart and spirit the decolonization process of mind, body, heart, and spirit. And I know that obviously from an amorphous standpoint because, you know, I don't have the uh, ancestral, you know... Connection. Connection to that. Uh, But I do get it as far as like a psychological uh, rebellion. Does that make sure, sense? Sure, sure. Like the, like the, sure, a rebellion or a denial, right? right like you're yeah. gonna, fuck you. I, 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 de- not, I deny, I I'm deny. I'm not the that patterns that were imparted totally. on me. Sure, sure, sure. And I, and I don't have to live by them. I don't have to right. structure my life that way. I don't have to reify them. I don't have to give them power. And, you know, sure, all that. Yeah. Absolutely, absolutely. And I love that. But like, uh, there's something to be said about, you know, with this art collective or whatever that we're doing and stuff, there was no clear focal, like, uh, I want to say humanitarian, but that's probably not the right word. It wasn't that it... It was too amorphous about the confluence between art and magic, right? Mm -hmm. But you guys have such a direct, like, perfect main line, you know, to what is honestly necessary... The pre- and, I think the precision torrid time. <laughs> it's true. You know? Also torrid's a great store. Um I think I think the pre- the precision is real I think. You know, we but that, that does that comes from we had all in our so for some perspective about the four people who started it, we're all queer. Um one of us is has of Jamaican descent, that's not me. One of us is Persian and Cuban. One of us is Mexican, um, and one of them is one of us is Mexican, but has super strong roots to um, their indigenous culture and language, and like grew up their whole life involved in that. And then I am what I think of as just Black American. So we all come from very different spaces. We come from different, completely different parts of the country. Like all of us are from different places, and we all do different things pretty much everybody but me is a um a like plant outside person a right. couple animal people you know i'm the only one who's kind of like super yeah let's nerdy, talk about the different know, but uh, let me let, yeah, we, i will let me let me finish this though but the 
for, despite the fact that we came from all these places, the thing that we had in common was that experience that I said, this, this reaching, this longing, this wanting, this feeling our ancestors pushing us and asking things from us and feeling like we didn't know where to turn and we had to figure it out on our own while at the same time watching the ways that because colonialism, right, like the material support of, of, of white supremacy, like how that plays out, watching our stuff be stolen and kept from us and bastardized and sold and stolen and kept from us and bastardized and stole. And then people are like, it's just really sad you don't know more about your culture. Like, I feel like if I was blah, 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 I, you know, just the number of things that people, and not people who are like trying to be ugly, Right. For, for some people that matters. I don't really care about intentions, but intentions it's matter ignorance. to some people. You know, like people, yeah. just, just straight up ignorance that still does damage. Like, it just was very clear what needed to happen. That's, you know what I mean? It wasn't, there's a way that this is, a, this for people was about um, a, what am I trying to say? Like, this was um, necessary. This is medicine to us. Does that make sense? Like medicine for like a, a, we're like, feel like we're bleeding out. So we're trying to like both staunch the bleeding and like figure out how to, we're trying to just do it all. And I think that is definitely what helped with the, with the precision, not in the ancestors as always. It just makes sense as to much do. as it can. Totally. Totally. You know? Totally. Okay, go ahead. Uh, no, I was going to ask you, so you were talking about the different aspects with Sacred Less and what do you guys teach. What did you come together and realize were the, you know, the pillars of metaphysics? I know tarot is obviously one of them. I'll know. be honest, that was, the curriculum and stuff was definitely more me. Like, I, yeah. had, I had already, before I had decided to, when it was still what, just going to... you the logician? <laughs> And just, I love, I love writing lesson plans. I like teaching middle school math. No one gives a fuck about that. But I'm, it's interesting if you can make it interesting. And so I really like that piece. You've got the hardest like the job in the world. You know that. Oh God, the best. I middle love school math. I love them so much. Me? Oh God, it's so cool. It's so cool. Anyways, it's like a whole other thing. But um, so I really, I had already come to it pretty clear about what I felt like was important. And so, but that's that piece. I think I started talking about it earlier. And then it just, the, you know, this, the ancestor piece, obviously non-negotiable, the being in the body piece. Well, being, you know, the elements can be a way to connect to the body. Um, uh, the spirit versus intuition piece. I think for me, that was about the fact that like, listening to your intuition is just generally a good idea. And I think that generally, Certainly people who are who experience any kind of institutional oppression, even even one single kind, let alone multiple kinds, we are taught over and over and over not to trust ourselves, not to trust what we think, not to trust what we experience, and instead to like take all of our trust and everything that we know and to put it in something outside of us that is every day trying to kill us, right? Like that is what it is to experience um, institutional oppression. And so oh gosh, I just lost it. Fuck all. Oh, okay, right. So um, the intuition piece was really important for that reason. Like you gotta build up your intuition. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta be, you gotta know who's in there, what's in there. You gotta trust yourself if you're gonna be working with powers beyond your ken, right? Because even if, even if it can go bad, I've lucked out. I haven't had anything go too bad, but I've heard horror stories from people about, you know, how not being 
connected and prepared enough to themselves and their desires and what they wanted and what they needed led to setting things in motion that did not do the thing they wanted it to do or did the thing that they wanted it to do in a way that was you know damaging does that make sense it does yeah. so it that's really simple in that sense. really simple you know? i i've always thought and i'm a, a bitch is i'm scared i'm very careful about what right. i want to do i'm super precise so that's where the intuition piece came and then the for the class the connecting to spirit personally for me i didn't that is one that i felt like should be separate from elements because there are people who are pagans who do not have a deity Right, like there's nothing about a connection to the earth that requires a need for a god of any sort. So I, I wanted I wanted there to be the chance for that because that matters to people. People have connections with various shiny ones or deities or angels or there's all kinds of things that people call them. And I wanted there to be space for that, but I did not want everybody to have to do that if they weren't interested, right? Yeah. Like nothing about paganism requires that. So that's so elements was about getting in the body and also connecting to the earth. I guess that's the other piece to me. My, when people ask me what magic is, I always, I think that this quote comes from someone named Dion Fortune. I will say I'm not, I'm not especially well read about like metaphysical theory and stuff. That's just not I know how. So, so, if, so if I get something wrong, know that upfront it, it could happen. But this idea of magic as the changing of consciousness at will. Yes. And that's what I, when I tell people what magic is, that's how I think of it first, right? Like, it's a changing of consciousness at will. That is that, that to me is what magic is. I personally identify as a witch. When people ask me, well, what does that mean to you to be a witch? To me, that means, number one, right? Like, I, I hate patriarchy, and I want to scare people who love it <laughs> first. Um, but also, I, to me, being a witch is about the fact that I work my will upon the world. It's not, it's not just that I have a will, but that I feel like it's totally fucking fine for me to make this world or these worlds that I inhabit. I'm, I'm a cha I want to be a change agent. Does that make sense? Yeah. Whether in magic a and not, and, yeah, a change agent. <laughs> I like it. Whether in magic or not in magic, that's why I went into middle school math teaching. So like, that is where uh, you know that sense of the witch piece comes from. Like I. You know, so I'm. I think of myself as a pagan because I connect what goes on in the with the earth to cycles of the earth and things about that. I feel connected to that as somebody who lives and is connected to this earth, right? Like I believe in relationship in that way. I don't think it's possible to be on this earth, at least on the world spinning around this sun. This world, it is like separation is impossible. Every, everything is literally always in relationship with something else. It's impossible. that hermetic as above, so below. Oh, sure. There you go. Yeah. Um, so the, you know, there, there's that piece. So that's the pagan piece. The magic piece is the changing of consciousness at will. The witch piece is I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to work my will upon the world. And so, you know, I, I went into it knowing though, that those were the things that I... I wanted to prepare, those, those are the things that I believe. And so then I just began to look at, because there's other stuff, right? Like I know people who practice Lukumi. There are people who practice Santeria in this. There are, and those are just the um, like African diasporic religions. There's all kinds of, there's so many other pantheons and things that people practice, you know? So I just wanted to, I just, I don't know, I guess it's just my like, 
categorizing brain. I looked at the things that people do. People make various sorts of art to connect. People sing and dance, which is a kind of art to connect. You gotta be in your body. You gotta know something about the world. You know, I'm a terrible gardener, but I give it, I, I like to watch what happens, right? There's a certain amount of observation that is required if you're gonna be involved in metaphysical and magic things, it makes perfect right? Perfect sense like, to me as the black math magician, as a uh, a school teacher, that you would write the syllabus for how this would all come. Yeah, that's just people, it, so. and it's and it's also. I mean, I'm the number of curriculums that I am like having going on at oh, any time. Sure. I just yeah. I just think about it a lot, you know. And I and but again, that piece is it's so. There's lots of different ways that people of color feel like either magic isn't for them or, sh or isn't allowed them, or if they get in, it's not gonna, there's just all kinds of shit around it. And it also feels so big, right? Like if someone's like, I wanna, even if someone were to be like, I wanna be a witch or I wanna do magic, like do I need to buy a whole bunch of stones? Do I need to learn how to grow plants? Like what are the things, you know? So A critical thinking book. That's what I recommend <laughs> to people. Yeah, well, it's key, right? Yeah. But I, but it's the the connection pieces and the the you know the connection to your to me the connection to yourself the connection to the earth and also with the working the for me with the witch piece like the working the will upon the world it matters like I this earth is beautiful I mean it's there's all kinds of fucked up shit that happens that like you know. Our, our capacity for chaos and devilment and you know foolishness and wildness is like huge, but that's not the only thing our capacity for is huge. You know what I'm saying? I and do, like yeah. I just you know I don't micro and macro. Yeah, and I just I'm not content to. Oh, that's how it th you know. Like I've never been a things work out for the best kind of person. Maybe they do, but maybe they don't. Like maybe and they need a fucking nudge. You have no you know? idea how refreshing that is to hear. In Portland? Well, no. Well, sure, yeah, I'm macro. But in the micro sense, like, for somebody being from a logistical mind to divvy yeah. magical practice into that and be like, I don't, I don't want to fuck with, you know, the weight of the world in that sense. Mm -hmm. I want to do it as much as I can mm -hmm. in all senses. So... Cecily, thank you so much. Thank you. Uh, I hope I answered your questions. Oh, I will talk more. Oh, great. Because, no. Thanks, y'all. You haven't. <laughs> oh, sorry. No, no, no. Then that's the whole point. Is more like, talking. Raise more questions. No, but uh, uh, give us uh, what's on the horizon. We have... We're doing a ritual soon, Sacred Lattices, but it's only for people who are eligible to join Sacred Lattice. So if you know people who meet that criteria, which you can find at Sacred Lattice, feel free to let us know. We're doing a Welcome Back the Spring ritual. Um, and there, I think that's about it. We've got, we've got some like end of winter things happening. They haven't shown themselves all the way yet. You know what I mean? Welcome to February. Mm -hmm. Fake out February. Um, thanks so much for having me, Keats and of We course. the Hallowed and yeah. Wayposts. Everyone, Cecily Rogers. <laughs> Sacredlattice.com, the uh, tarot blog, which we didn't get into. Oh, right. The tarot blog is Black Light Tarot. Black I do, Light. I do, do right. tarot readings, too, so y'all can find me and ruin readings. And I'm pretty good to talk to.
sound quality again. I'm having some CPU problems. If you'd like to support the show uh, outside of a like or review or all the other social media whatevers, uh, you can do a one-time PayPal donation at that email address is pragmagic, P-R-A-G-M-A-G-I-C-K at gmail.com. Or there's tons of reward tiers if you were to subscribe to our Patreon. And that Patreon is patreon.com 